It's Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. Here's Jeff Parles. Welcome into Sports by the Book at the South Point Studio. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you on the final day of the college football season. Alex White is here. Vinny Maliulo is here. There is a lot going on. We also have all the numbers that you need to know for the six NFL playoff games and Super Wild Card Weekend, including updated futures numbers as well. So a lot to get to. Alex, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Double duty for you today. I'm you ready to, to you go. Had, you had to keep Frank in line on punchlines <laughs> earlier today, and now you have to keep me in line. That was a big it's, day for you. The it's Iron a tough Lady. Job. You heard of the Iron Man? <laughs> All right, Cal Ripken, forget it. We got Alex White. Well, but couple, uh, well, not even two hours, an hour and a half till kickoff. We're ready to go. We've been yes. building this up for a week. Is it actually going to start at 4.30? Probably not. So. But oh, if it you, does, hey, it's uh, better. It'll be better for my our, our friends watching on the East no Coast. No chance. No, I agree with you. I, no <laughs> chance. I, I, think I'd, I think I'd lay $10 on a no on time. So just a little, a little sidebar. You know, in we've got everything set up in the system. Right, right. For computer, and of course, one of the things you put in is the time, right? Yeah. And constantly, whenever. What whenever do you have tonight? Four forty. Well, I don't want to get. Oh no, four forty-five. Four forty-five. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Now, if it goes a little bit early, then that you just, then you take just it hit, off. The, hit the off yeah. But guaranteed, the closest one to game time is, I think it's Thursday. Thursday's pretty close, but Sunday and Monday. Oh. Well, Sunday NFL games are usually started. I'm talking right? about the primetime games. Oh, well, no, no. Primetime games never yeah. start on no, time. No, not a chance. No, the, regu the regular 10 a.m.s so, are usually pretty much on the down at 10, 10 bet, You want the, be the best over bet? Over 4.30. No, oh, there yeah. you go. See? Uh, so does that mean that people can get their bets in still? Great question. Great question. Yes. So as long as the system is, okay. is open, as long as the betting is open. And then again, you just document it to where, you know, you bump the time because you have to put on like the exception log, you know, why, why did, why was the game, uh, it said, you know, 4.30, right. how, come, how come at 4.35 there was a wager? Well, it, time change. Very good. Very okay. good question, Alex. It's, uh, it's going to be a fun night. Anyway, you yeah. slice it. You have a full menu of props, which Alex oh and goodness. I will go through tonight yeah. as well. Okay. Uh, you got, obviously, margin victory props, first touchdown props. Uh, if you expect no touchdowns in the game, two hundred is it two hundred or two fifty now, Vinny? Wait, no, uh, no, no touchdowns. touchdowns. That would be under the first touchdown the score. Team to score. Oh, no, no I think it's two hundred to one. No, yeah, two hundred. Two. I think it's going up. Yeah, no, I imagine it goes up. Yeah, total goes up. That yeah. goes up. Actually, those you know, folks like to play those just for. We had what was it? Here was a great one, two fifty to one. Um, and a guy had, I think he had a hundred bucks on. I think the the year the Rams was it the Rams scored well, that exactly. Was, that was Rufus, wasn't three. it? No, it was a buddy of Rufus, a local a local guy that did on the Rams to land on Ram, three on exactly three. And Greg Zerline shanked that field goal to land at thirteen three. And um, we're looking at each other, and you start going through the props and everything like that, and you're going. Wait, what, what's this? Just because it's Super Bowl, right? There's hundreds of pro you go, Wait a minute. How did, how did Really? <laughs> Who would have thought the Rams exactly only three points? Good for him. Six figures. Was great. Yeah. That was a horrible game. That was also my first uh, Super Bowl as a Vegas uh, resident. 
Was it? Yeah. Did, did you win it? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I did not. But but you've won <laughs> everyone since. Well, you didn't have the overs. No, I. You know. You know. It's been. It's been. It's pretty consistent for me. I have won. I have won. In, so I've been here for five Super Bowls. Okay. I have won whenever the Kansas City Chiefs have won. The two they won, the one against the Niners. Okay. And the one last year, big winners. And I won when the other team that used to play in Missouri won the Super Bowl. Ah. With the Rams. Gotcha. The two ones that didn't win were the Rams lost and the, and the Chiefs lost. Okay. What happens? Okay. So what happens? Oh, I, I, both what happens if the, the Chiefs are not in it this year? Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. We'll start a new well, streak. Well, what happens though? If both teams make the Super Bowl this year, which is still a possible matchup, could, could be a very good day for me. Could. If neither go. team makes the Super Bowl, I'm in big trouble there. <laughs> that's a, that, that, that's all I'll say. Excellent. Uh, let's go to tonight though. Yes. Let's go to tonight. Uh, the betters like the Maze and Blue up they to do. five and a half, Vinny, um, uh, which is uh you. Behind us with you guys and also uh, Westgate here in town are the only two five and a halves out there right now. Um, 55 and a half, so that total is just a half a point less than what you opened at a 56. But I'm a little surprised by this one way traffic on on uh, on Michigan here tonight. Today, it's been uh, uh, more Michigan money for sure, actually. And it was just a couple of hours ago when Alex was beginning her Iron Lady uh, stint today. Uh, it was it was five. So a couple of hours ago it was five, and uh, but you know of course it was four and a half uh, a couple of days ago. And, but in the last uh, certainly forty eight hours, more Michigan money has come in, and I think you know what you want to pay attention to. Obviously, are the injuries you want to, and, and folks are starting to break down the game a bit, right? I mean, I think when you're looking at Michigan, Michigan probably the uh, you look at both teams' advantages, right? Michigan with the advantage, I'd say, at running back. And I think defensively, um, the uh, the Huskies of Washington definitely a quarterback advantage and wide receiver. Um, and if you go by the uh, the semifinals, special teams probably Washington because based on what. I, although you figure Michigan maybe you know to, to sort things out. Um, <clears throat> I don't think Washington and Alex and I were talking off air about this. I don't think Washington uh, particularly great against the rush so i think michigan will probably want to assert themselves uh with the running game so i think and i think that's what the predominant and just listening to people when they come you know to the window and um it's always fun to talk to to the betters too with uh you know when, when you get the opportunity and say what's you know what's your school of thought like you alex i know you you like you like or am i allowed to decide what you're what, can we give out alex's? yeah alex, alex you like washington and i understand that but then you got a, a good number uh, yeah well, I, I'm glad I waited till today. Yeah. Because honestly, I was going to take four and a half. I saw it start to move mm -hmm. up today. So I did take the points here with Washington. I think it's going to be a great game. It's a contrast of styles. Mm -hmm. Washington has the best O-line in the country. And then Michigan has the best defense. So mm -hmm. we'll see how these two do against each other. But Washington, you got to kind of throw out their stats defensively. Yes, they're not great. They're barely in the top 100 against the run and the pass, but they find a way. I mean, they've True. given up 26 points on average to opponents, but they don't care because they've scored 37 on average per game. So I think getting the points with this team that will hang in there, mm -hmm. I hope. We don't want to blow out by, on any side. So I think that's that's the value there, and that's why I took it. But that's funny you say that, Vinny, how we were talking. I don't love this total, and I'm shocked because I did make it a little bit higher, but I'm not going to touch it yet. 
Just because, went to 56, by the way. Not okay. to, just to interrupt. We went from 55 and a half to 56, which I, don't I think, think it, it might start slow. So I'm going to wait mm-hmm. on that. I don't think you're done moving on that total. Oh, no. I don't, don't think so either. I don't think you're done. I, no, I think right up till kick. I, right up till kick, uh, which, uh, again, we uh, right now listed at 430 Pacific time, but probably 442. That would be my over-under for today, Vinny. 442. That sound about right? Uh, I might even go over that. You might even go over I that. I might go see? to... I, I'm, 442, you're thinking, huh? 442. <laughs> That'd be 642 in Houston. By the All way, right. apparently 442, there's, 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 that might be a good number. Apparently, there's a tornado watch so. down there today. So that that's an uh, indoor stadium. Watch course, the weather. But, uh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, but could you even know, get a people, delay on that. Right. Um, but, you know, t- speaking to the total as well, um, if you if you look at the the total points scored in the game, so we have some props up. And um, in, in the case of Washington, Alex, to your point, 24 and a half, under was favored at minus a quarter, minus 125. The over is now minus 125. Okay. So um, support there. Uh, and and support for uh, total points in the game by Michigan at 30 and a half. It was 15 cents to the over, minus 115 to the over. It's now $1.30. Uh, so there is a belief that uh, this will be a high-scoring game by uh, by the folks out there. I'll just ask you this, Vinny, because mm-hmm. you brought this up with Chris on Friday a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just see how this has trended so far. Is this, again, like plays like a Super Bowl in the way that lay the points with the favorite, but money line on the dog instead of taking the points? You know, or is it a little yeah. or is it a little more normal than it would be for, for this type of big game? Um so let's in terms of the Super Bowl reference, it's uh, you know, the way people bet it, the way we book it. However, it's not going to do Super Bowl numbers. Of course. Okay, in of terms course. of yeah, handle. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in terms of that, I mean, when you look at, um, uh, let's, in fact, if you, we look at the, uh, if we look at the money line right now, I just want to give you the, uh, the update. I'll, I'll, we'll retrace. So we're at, uh, here at South Point, the money line is minus 220. It opened at uh, minus 180. And again, the game opened at four. Um, it got as high, uh, it, this is about the highest it's gotten at 220, but that also is a byproduct of, uh, the fact that Michigan has drawn money on the, on the, uh, on the point spread too, uh, in this case, um, Jeff, it went uh, up to 90, then back, back to 85 and it kind of toggled back and forth between minus, uh, you know, 190 and then minus 180. So it, it's kind of gone back and forth. But there's not been the rush for the money line just yet on the dog that we typically see in in ratio, if you will, uh, it, it, to a Super Bowl. But uh, certainly, folks that are backing Washington, uh, let's say you know, in Alex's case, taking the five and a half, uh, a lot of folks will say, you know what? While I'm at it, you know, give me two, give me a, you know two hundred, give me two twenty. Uh, on plus five and a half, and give me give me fifty dollars on the money line. So they'll sprinkle in a little a little money line action on it. But there's not been the 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 ratio of a Super Bowl uh, money line to point spread uh, wagering scenario just yet. It may, that may that may come in as we get uh, closer to kickoff. The props we mm-hmm. discussed it a little bit that that you have a full menu. This is yeah. obviously look nothing's the Super Bowl. 
because the Super Bowl, you'll have your... Well, you also have two weeks. Well, you have yeah. two weeks. You have, yeah. You'll also have 14 pages of props when yeah. it's all said and done on the yeah. Super Bowl. But for this, it's it's a pretty full menu of props here tonight yeah. uh, for for this game between Washington and, and, and Michigan. Yeah, it is. I mean, and you, you know, so we've got alternate point spread props. If you really like Washington um, and you think that they're, they're going to win the game and... Um, whether it's convincing or not, you you could lay three and a half with Washington in this game and take plus two seventy. So you'll get a plus price if you want to kind of you know some some alternate point spreads there. Um, how about Washington minus seven and a half if you think they they can? I don't want to say quite blow blow uh, Michigan out, but win by more than a touchdown. Um, you're going to get four and a quarter. You get better than four to one for your money. So the other the other side of it is. If you think Michigan is going to win convincingly and, and go beyond the, the, the point spread of five, five and a half, uh, Michigan minus 10 and a half is now there's this also came in. This will correlate to exactly what we're talking about. So Michigan minus 10 and a half. It was at one time just under two to one. Um, it's nine to five now, dollar 80. So plus 180. So we did draw money there. Yeah. Um, and if you think Michigan is really going to take it to them. Uh, you can lay 14 and a half, so better than two touchdowns, and uh, get uh, plus 280. So there, there's alternate point spread props. I mentioned the individual uh, team uh, team totals. We've got alternate total props. We've got individual player props. Let's look at uh, Michael Penix. Uh, Robbie, obviously, you know quarterbacks are going to uh, get a lot of uh, a lot of attention here. Michael Penix total touchdown passes thrown in the game, over or under one and a half. Um, the over we made a two to one favorite. Yeah. Um, they took plus seventy five all the way down. They uh, they bet the they bet no they bet on betting Michigan's defense here. So Michael Penix now to throw in essence two or more touchdowns is a dollar seventy. So it's if you if you're thinking that Washington's going to do and well and Penix is going to have another big game, you're going to lay a, a better price than uh, than the opening number there. So. Individual player props, um, <clears throat> which are always fun for folks. You know, of course, first team to score. Uh, will the first team to score of uh, the first score of the game what it will be a touchdown or no? And in this game, figures to probably be a touchdown. You have to lay three to one. What do you think, Alex? Would you, would you maybe let them feel? It? If you think there's going to be a little bit of a feeling out period, so maybe it's a field goal um, instead of a three to one. Field goal or a or a safety plus two fifty. So I actually do. I think there will be a little bit of a feeling out okay. between these two. All right. I I mean, look at Michigan and Bama how that game started, and that yeah. game had no business going over the total, but went to overtime. So we know what happens then. So yeah. we'll see. I don't know. A lot of people are expecting just to go right to the shootout, but I think it'll take a little time. What about you? Brought up special teams. You have a special teams prop in there, don't you? Um, will there be? Uh, let's see. Oh, the defensive or a defensive team score? Yeah. Yeah. And plus uh, two sixty. Yep. That's it. You like yeah. that, Jeff? No. I, I would imagine. No. I would imagine after the disaster on special teams that Michigan had in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That that's going to be pretty well firmed up. <laughs> you think? You think? Uh, you think they worked on that a little bit? Yeah, I think they they worked on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, a, a, after that, so I don't think anything. Washington's going to get that. Could Michigan's defense score? Yeah, Michigan's defense could score sure. in this game. Uh, but no, I. But that's what we. So we personally, put them together. Pers personally, yeah. that's a price where usually for for most games, Vinny, that is priced in that 
plus 240 to plus 280 yeah, pocket usually. We got 320, um, 260. The S is 260. And, yeah. and you get a lot of just like just Casual sprinkles bets. in there, you know, yeah, 20, yeah. 50. Yeah. Uh, and, but, but it adds up. I mean, you know, oh, of course. people love to take a shot at the pluses. And uh, uh, again, you, what, what we're seeing more of uh, in, in, in this, in these college, every year we add more props to the college championship game because they get more interest and people love the props, you know, the games within the game. Um, and if somebody's got, let's say, uh, you know, for the sake of discussion, uh, you know, a couple hundred dollars earmarked to bet on the game, um, they'll probably have within that, you know, anywhere from three to five, maybe half a dozen uh, prop bets. And, uh, again, so that you, you can kind of spread out your bankroll and, um, you know, mitigate your uh, your uh, your risk. Before we get let, get you back to work, yeah, got to ask you about the six playoff game. Okay, sure. We're all set. Last We're night back. opened. Yeah, last night we knew as soon as Buffalo. I, that game last night was pretty illogical all the way around. Yeah. Allen, I thought was bad for three quarters, but they found a way. As Miami, they've done, as they've done, right? I, look, I, that was honestly more of a microcosm of what Miami has turned into. Uh, Vinny, they uh. They've been worse on they they have equal numbers against winning teams on offense that the New York Jets had against winning teams on offense. That's not good. <laughs> that's not good, Vinny. Oh, the, uh, oh, that's right. The Jets are not the in the Jets. Playoffs. We don't have to think about the Jets again until Amen. September, thankfully. But Vinny, it's it's interesting with the way these numbers open and and, and what we're at here. Mm -hmm. the, the folks are betting Kansas City. That's been the side that's been pushed the most. Yeah, up to four. Up to the four rest, from three on the opener. Yeah, most of the markets back to three and a half. So I'd mm -hmm. imagine you would go back to three and a half potentially at some point during this week. Well, it's maybe. probably a take. You know, yeah. the four. But the fact that it hasn't been grabbed right away, Jeff says, kind of shows you something. Maybe that uh, you know there. You know, and you have so much time, of course, uh, uh, for the game on Saturday. Um, <clears throat> that hey, maybe maybe it will go higher. I mean, because I think you have to kind of first of all. Spirited effort by the uh, the Dolphins last night. They couldn't take advantage of it. And not only were they banged up going into the game, they got more banged up yeah. last night. Van Ginkle's out already. For um, so, so uh, you know, the Chiefs, again, who talk about escaping, uh, you know, <laughs> down the stretch a bit, yet another playoff game at home here. But um, I think some folks may be waiting, but waiting for, for four and a half, but, the fact that four was taken in other places, uh, we're going to probably just sit here for a little bit. Well, the narrative is that the temperature is supposed to be zero degrees in Kansas City. I, you beat me to it. I was going to say, let's make yeah. you shudder a little bit, Vegas born and bred, <laughs> where it's seven degrees at kick with 20 mile an hour winds. That's a nice negative wind chill in oh. Kansas City. By the way, that's going to be the warmest day. They're lucky this game wasn't Sunday night. Because Sunday night, I, at what would have been a Sunday night kick, would have been negative one. Oh my gosh! With a wind chill of negative twenty. I think um, <clears throat> the Dolphins have gotten better with uh, right. I mean, uh, they have. Well, this year their know, schedule broke. It, it where broke all their, where, yeah. All their cold weather division games. Their last one was Black Friday, and yeah. it was a pretty reasonable day in in New Jersey yeah. that day. Um, I don't know. You know, it, there's always that. You know, a warm weather team heading to that kind of temperature. I don't know. I think it's it it, it hasn't been uh, as predominant a factor as it once was. Um, teams travel better. They 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 practice uh, differently. I mean, they'll certainly if you're the the Dolphins, um, you're going to go there sooner, right? You're not just going to go there the day before. You want to get get acclimated to it. Um, so 
I don't, I mean, and if the weather's, hey, Chiefs have to play in that too. It's not like the Chiefs have been playing, well, you know, at, at the North Pole for the last couple well, of weeks. Well, I will say Kansas City, Mahomes is not, has only lost one game sub 20 degrees so far in his career. He, he has been for a kid who grew up in Texas, has been very good in these cold weather mm-hmm. spots. Uh, granted, this is the weakest team that he has had by a wide margin mm-hmm. since he's taken over yeah. as quarterback. You know, all I'm going to say is, and, and we'll we'll have time to look at this on Thursday and Friday, sure. and of course, into the weekend. Yeah. I, I I actually like four out of six underdogs this week. Uh, could, the, only, uh, the only ones that I don't like are, right now, two of the three biggest on the board. Miami, I don't like at all. And the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game screams Buffalo running them out of the building. Well, they um, did uh, lay that. I price. know they laid it up to nine and a half. There's uh, even some ten out there. There's, uh, there's tens. Uh, there, are, there are tens out there. Um, so, well, AJ Watt. Uh, I yeah. A TJ Watt. TJ uh, Watt. Uh, no his, Watt. Regardless. I mean, big big factor. I mean, he he's the key to that defense, and the defense is the key to that team. I think. Um, now again, at ten, it's simply it's it's a take of the number. Uh, in a in a playoff game, I mean the Steelers. You're going to back the Steelers. You need Rudolph to be very efficient, not give the ball away, not make mistakes, and you need them to be able to run the ball the way they've been running the ball. Najee Harris has been uh, uh, very good in the last uh, last couple of games for the Steelers, right? So uh, Steelers with some other injuries too, and the Bills look they they've been banged up all season, so they they have they have managed it very well uh, so far this year. Um, you know, the Cowboys are another, uh, another big favorite. Uh, they did take the eight, uh, that game is at seven and a half. Yeah, here I mean, Packers, the Packers are my favorite bet of the weekend. Favorite. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just, the way that offense is played and I know they only put up 17 yesterday, but love played really well in that game. They just kept yeah. shooting themselves in the foot with stupidity. Now, mm-hmm. if you can't, if you do that against Dallas, you can get run in that building. Yeah. For sure, but I like them. I, I would imagine it. I know that they uh, they laid you back up to three and a half on the game in Detroit after it got bet down. Yep. So um, there's but, a toggle already. Yeah, that's three and uh, a half. I have a feeling that the public's going to come in pretty strong on LA late. But the only thing is, the Lions have been as public of a team as there is all year. I, ever since, uh, even last season, uh, not just the, the second of the half year. of the season, especially you know um, where they made that that run and, and made the playoffs. Um, and then, you know, the interesting thing is on Monday night, um, the Eagles, they, they laid the two with the Eagles. Uh, it's up to two and a half. So. Yeah. I mean, I know Tampa Bay looked awful in the game against the Panthers, but I can't get there with the Eagles. I, I mean, they, they <laughs> fell apart. Well, that's, that's, the one, the that's, the, that's the one game where I lean Tampa just because I don't know if the Eagles are capable of beating anyone, but the Panthers at the moment, if they were to play, um, uh, but I mean, Tampa, if Tampa played the other 31, the other 30 teams in the league yesterday, they lose. They only won yesterday because Carolina was so impossibly inept again. Yep. Carolina, by the way, eight straight quarters without a point then the season. Very quality stuff right there. Um, <clears throat> it did have the touchdown taken away when. Yeah. Yes. Legal formation. Lost, and, 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 lost control uh, right, right before the pylon. Um, Got to give Baker Mayfield a lot of credit, though, as banged up as he's been all year, and the way he he gutted it out yesterday and, and did a great job. It's surprising that there were no touchdowns in that game. So a little bit of extra rest for him 
and Jalen Hurts. So I guess that is good. Yeah. Frank was talking about why this game on Monday night, but uh, I, might I, benefit the, the, yeah. both of them. This is actually, I, I actually got your explanation on it. This is a very easy explanation. 4-5 game has to go Monday because they want to be able to make the schedule for the following week. The 4-5 game, they already know where everywhere else is going in the conference because uh, the two seed would automatically get a home game. If, mm-hmm. if it doesn't, at that point, you would know, okay, if the two loses to the seven, then the three would host. We, we already know where everyone else is going. 4-5 is easiest to figure out where they go. And even with how bad Philadelphia has been, mm-hmm. they're still the biggest draw of the four teams in a 4-5. So there you go. Very good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, uh, and again, this is a far different game. I think it was week three where the uh, Philly ran them. Philly, I think it was a Monday night game. It was. And uh, Philly just, but yeah. Philly was a different team. And frankly, so was, so was Tampa, even though they had a, a decent start. They I think that was their first, uh, like that the was their first year. loss. Yeah. And so, um, but again, a veteran, a veteran squad here. Eagles got banged up again yesterday. Hurts didn't. Uh, uh, Finger uh, looked great and, for a little bit. There. Well, I mean, yeah. when you had to kind of maneuver it back in place, but X rays negative. Um, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Brown, Brown you wonder about him. Uh, yep. So, I mean, look, I know it's it's cliche like everybody's playing hurt at this time of the year, but cluster injuries, especially, are pretty impactful. Well, I'm I'm waiting to see who's going to be playing for the Dolphins because if they get sure. Mostert back and Waddle back, then. I yeah. actually like the Dolphins, even going in that cold yeah. weather. You said, I mean, they put up a, a fight yesterday. Yeah. Just a, a lot of interceptions for both those quarterbacks. Yeah. And I think if you if you like the Dolphins and if you can find four, you know, and you think they're coming back, it's probably worth a take. And then if things go differently the other way, yeah. you can Not a bad teaser leg either. Yeah, not at all. Tease them up. Yeah, I, sure. I actually think I like the under more than anything in that game. If you got the two and eight, there were some early two and a halfs on Kansas City. If you got those, well done. Uh, those were not in existence for very long. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Maybe about three minutes when the lines popped yeah. as soon as the Less game. than a blink. Yeah. Le- less than a blink. It was a wink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, we'll let you get back to work. Thanks all right. Enjoy, everybody. By all the right. way, we've got your booth, the, the uh, uh, South Point team uh, studio booth is ready Jimmy, to Jimmy just walked by and gave us a wave, Vinny. He did. Look at that! In. There he is, the white hoodie, <laughs> the white sweatshirt him. There himself, he is, waving to uh, waving to everybody there. <laughs> got you, got all right, up. we take a break. We get back. Alex and I go fully into all these props. I haven't said who I like tonight. No, you haven't. I'll have to say that on the other side as well. Sports by the book, South Point Studio. Once you've satisfied your hunger, get ready for more of the hottest casino games in Vegas. Our 24-hour, 30-table, non-smoking poker room proudly hosts all the most popular poker games with a variety of betting limits. Visit the poker room for a schedule of daily tournaments. Whether you're going to hold them or fold them, the best place for poker is at South Point Casino. You'll notice that our craps tables are usually the loudest in the casino. If you've never played, join one of our free craps lessons to find out what makes this game so exciting. Check with the craps dealer for schedules and give it a roll. Bingo is also an exciting way to spend your time. We offer seven sessions of bingo every day. And each session includes a cash ball jackpot, 12 bingo games, a progressive double action game, 
and a $10,000 bonus coverall. Electronic units are available. If you haven't played bingo with us, give it a try today. Guests can also get in on the action at our one-of-a-kind race and sports books. Two separate rooms designed to maximize your experience and comfort. Our sports book, with over 400 seats, puts you right in the middle of the action, 24 hours a day. The friendly ticket riders are happy to help, and it's conveniently located next to the famous Del Mar Deli, where you'll find supersized portions of delicious deli items like roast beef, pastrami, and Reuben sandwiches, or soups, salads, and pizza plus spectacular desserts fit for a king. And right next door is the race book. Over 150 seats, each with its own TV screen. There are 16 interactive player terminals, so you can bet right from your seat. There we are, that's the back of our heads. Here at the South Point Studio Sportsbook, getting a little more crowded as we get closer to kick in Houston, Texas tonight for the National Championship of College Football. A battle of two Big Ten teams. Oh, wait, no, that's not yet. Pac-12 swan song in a national title game with the Huskies taking on the Michigan Wolverines. She's Alex White. I'm Jeff Piles. We're happy to be with you here on the final day of this college football season. By the way, South Dakota State. That game was really not even competitive yesterday, so congratulations to the Jackrabbits. A 23-3 win. Game goes under. Jackrabbits cover all numbers, winning yet another title. Arguably the most dominant FCS team ever with that win yesterday uh, to close out another title, but another title on the line tonight. Been a while for both of these teams since the 90s for both of these teams since they've won a title. Washington of course, has not won a title since Don James was there in 1991. Michigan's last title it was a good year, 1997. Charles Woodson won the Heisman. Michigan won a co-national championship with Nebraska. Uh, Woodson, of course, was the last defensive player, predominantly defensive player, played some offense as well, to win the Heisman. Five and a half behind us. That's now officially the market high. That other five now dipped away, so... Uh, it probably is going to be five and a half now for me on Washington. I could probably have to take that now since I was hoping maybe we get a six, even if it was for a blink. It's not going to happen. I'd be stunned at that. You're already on the Huskies, Alex, in this one. I am. I am. I think, um, like I mentioned, I think it's just going to come down to the trenches here. And I think Washington has proved themselves. We thought Texas was going to out physical them and, and they didn't, they didn't, sack Michael Penix one time. So that's really going to be the key for Michigan. They can't only put pressure on him. They have to get to him if they want to make an impact. And that three-headed monster they have with the wide receivers, I just, you know, they're throwing the most of any college football team. So it will be interesting if they can slow him down. But I think Bama had a decent plan to slow Blake Corum down last week. I think Washington can follow that, slow him down, force J.J. McCarthy to use his arm and then come in out, come in on top or uh, keep it close at least. Are you going to sprinkle some money line, as Vinny was saying? Probably. I haven't decided yet. I, I, I think this game is close. If you made me pick a winner, I think, and I know, and, and our, our friend Chris Felica is tweeting about this all day, that it's very rare. And this kind of goes for the Super Bowl as well, even though it happened two years ago where, the Rams won the Super Bowl, but the Bengals covered a short number. Yep. Uh, which was actually a great result for myself on that day. But 
it's very rare that the dog covers but doesn't win outright in these CFP BCS scenarios here. 40, okay, so here we go. Here's what yeah. Felica said earlier today on Twitter. 45 college football slash BCS games in, in, throughout history, okay? 30 favorites have won outright. Only six have covered to, had failed to cover. So that's 24 of 30 outright favorites have covered, all right? 21 dogs have covered, okay? 15 have won outright, all right? That's one thing. Narrowing down, favorites of six point or less, 15 outright, 13 have covered. Seven dogs have covered, five outright. Get what I'm saying here? Yep. It's usually favorites going to win big or the dog is going to win this thing outright. I don't think this trend holds tonight. That's why I think more than anything, it's going to be Washington on the points for me, but probably not. Maybe small sprinkle on the money line, but in the end, probably not. Now that I'm thinking about it a little bit more. I'm with you because I think it will. I think it should be more of a three point line here. I think that's where it'll end. And that's so funny. You bring up that Super Bowl from two years ago because I kind of related this to it as well. I took the money line with the Rams and it took me a while to make that decision. And then the Bengals come in and cover and I'm like, that's where I was the whole time. Right. I just was afraid to make that bet. So I thought the safe one was the Rams money line, which was as well. But I mean, I think we're going to have the same exact situation here. That are, those are some good trends, though. That's, that's interesting. I was, on, uh, I was on the Bengals that day. I didn't, didn't lay the points, but I was on, or excuse me, didn't lay the money line. It was just on Cincy outright. Quite frankly, Cincy should have won that game, uh, but uh, uh, did not uh, in that one. Still waiting to return to a Super Bowl for them. Uh, let's go through some, some, uh, some team totals here real quick. We can fire them up. Uh, let's start with Washington here. 24 and a half, Alex. Now, of course, the overall total for this game is 56. Juice to the under here. $1.25 behind us, plus 105 on the over. So this is also one of those games where normally you would think if it's a Michigan game, this game's going under. And if Washington, if it's a Washington game, this game's going over. I'm not so sure if I'm in that camp. I'm not going to touch this. I think... What Chris had right is the 24 and a half first half total, by the way, 10 and a half juiced over at minus a quarter. I'd probably be more willing to play that over more so than the full game out. I'm completely with you. I like that one, actually. So Washington's first half median, 22 points, and their average is 24, 65th in the country, though, and points allowed, 13.3. But we, I mean, I already talked about that. They aren't afraid to give up points or bend, but don't break. They give up yards as well. But yeah, um, averaging 24 points in the first half and their median 22 with the eighth toughest schedule. So they've played hard defenses. It, I, I don't think this is going to be anything too new for them. It's, it's a scenario too. By the way, these two teams play next year in uh, regular season play. Uh, thank you, Conference Realignment, or maybe facetiously thank you on that for that. Uh, Michigan team totals 30 and a half. Alex Juice on the over. I want nothing to do with that. I think that number, if anything, is too high. But again, like this is just—it's a hard handicap for this game. I was fully prepared, and look, and this is on me more than anything. I knew exactly what I would do if we were going to get Texas against Michigan or Texas against Alabama. I knew exactly what I was going to do. It's going to be the Longhorns, regardless of opponent. But now with Washington beating Texas, normally you'd say, "Oh, just—you're getting more points than you would have." With Washington than you would have with Texas. Right. Why aren't you automatically all over the dog? It's like, ah, it's a totally different matchup. 
totally different matchup because you bring up Washington's defense where metrically wise, their defense is terrible, but you watch them and they're clearly not terrible. They're actually, to me, a top quarter unit in college football defensively. They just have been poor on metrics and you, you look at the way that their games have played out where, yeah, they gave up 33 to Stanford. They gave up 28 to Utah. In retrospect, that close game against Arizona was actually Arizona by the end of the year. There's an argument to be made that they are a top 10 team in the Absolutely. country and the third be- and clearly the third best team in the Pac-12. So that didn't look that bad in retrospect, holding them to only 24. Uh, look, I, they, they, they're one of those teams where you just have to be careful by overrating the metrics on the, de- on the defense because what they are doesn't match what the metrics say. With that said, by the way, uh, Brian just had put it up. We always love the shortest touchdown in the game prop where I'm not betting this. Of course, it, it, it always is juiced to the under, right. which we get a one and a half, one yard touchdown is minus 140. Uh, I wouldn't touch it, but it's always fun. It's always interesting to see people being like, oh, of course it's going to be the longest touchdown. It's going to be shorter than uh, longer than a yard. We're going to take the plus price. Slow down on that. <laughs> Slow down on that. I actually don't mind this one that's up there right now. Okay. Uh, if we're looking for some fun here, some pizza money. 46 and a half on the longest touchdown. I would look to go over. Yeah. Because Michigan, or excuse me, Washington is more than capable of hitting a big strike touchdown here at 46 and a half. Which is actually 42 and a half. I'd like to get it under that 45 yard mark. So actually good, good, good bookmaking by our friends in the back there. Very good. They know what they're doing. What was the longest, do you know, against uh, Texas last week? I'll have to double With check. Washington, because I know check. they I'll had to a few. Check that real quick. But uh, that uh, the what? What they hit the one? They hit the one that was fifty-five, wasn't it? I think so. The one that uh, early in the game. I'll just I'll just double check it real quick uh, as we go through scoring summary. Well, actually, the last week they hit the fifty-five yard play that set up a th- set up a one-yard okay. touchdown. So. The longest last week was actually 29, so that would have lost last week. Wow. Long drives. Just, long drives. Just, yeah. uh, not, nothing longer than 30 in that one a week ago. That was actually the longest touchdown of the game. Texas didn't have anything longer than three. There were multiple one-yard touchdowns in that game last week, so that was, uh, that was a pretty easy one if you had that. Uh, Vinny brought this up earlier. Michael Penix Jr. touchdown passes, and this has actually been bet down. Uh, they've been taking a no. Or excuse me, the under, I would say, under one and a half. Uh now down to plus one sixty five, plus one sixty behind us, Alex. I actually think I'd be willing to lay if this somehow got down to a dollar seventy on the over one and a half, I'd think I'd be willing to lay that on. Absolutely. I'm surprised with how people are very stuck on their narrative right now. Betting all Michigan, betting to completely shut Michael Pennix down because his median touchdowns is two on the year. He's averaged two every game. So that is that's interesting to me that people are hitting the under so hard. I would be more inclined to take that over. You might have to trade trademark media. I know. For, for, I've, for been really, terms I've been really, I've been really, really using it. No, it, it makes sense. But I tried so earlier when I went through with Frank, and we'll do this too. Like Michael Penix's passing yards, I do have his median and his average, so we can kind of compare the two. But yeah, I just it's a good metric to use, and um, kind of helps you get a. Good gauge, especially when you're comparing it to the average, too, because then if both are over, then it's a good bet. The one thing I'm a little surprised at, again, Dylan Johnson got hurt late in that game against Texas. He is going to go tonight. I have no idea what type of form he is in. 
just because of the injury he suffered late. Now, down to the 49, only at 2.3 yards a carry against Texas, still got the 49 yards. If you just look at the way that Johnson has been this year, I'm not going to go with your median. I'm not using the median here. If you're just looking at overall yards, other than the game against Arizona State, which he had six yards in that game, he only had eight carries. Once you got into conference play, his low happened last week with 49. He had a 12 against Boise and a six against Arizona State. I would imagine this number would have been at least 10 yards higher if we knew that Dylan Johnson was going to be 100% in this game. Again, there are some books that do offer props in-game. There are some. It's more so outside of our jurisdiction. There's one book in our jurisdiction that does do it. That would be one I would be looking at potentially as an in-game prop scenario, where if he looks healthy, all right, we'll look at this thing over, but just don't go too crazy on uh, looking to go over there. Yeah, it is tough, especially we don't know if he is 100% here, but you're right, 11 of 13 games, he went over 43 and a half and the seven straight up until last week's game. So it's tough to pass it up, but without uh, knowing how full strength he is, I'm with you. Polk? Polk? Polk right now, 53 and a half. Uh, Adunze at 89 and a half. Again, these Washington pass catchers last week had one of the most dominant showings of all time. They targeted 20 times, 19 catches between the between the five of them for over 300 yards, just total domination. Uh, Adunze on his way to being a top 15 pick. He very well be wearing the same jersey that Ryan is wearing right now. It's orange, if you get any 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 thought uh, of that next year. Uh, I don't think I would actually play any of these receiving props. I'm just curious, again, for Washington, where last week the question going into Texas was how can they block that front? And their offensive line played great. Yes. Their offensive line was awesome in that game. And Texas, oh yeah, Texas got too many dudes on that line to not get some pressure, but they held up pretty darn well. Michigan, another elite pass rush. That's what it's going to come down to tonight. Can If Washington's able to hold up, then I feel pretty darn good. You should feel pretty darn good about your, your points that you took with Washington because there's no reason to think they can't stay in the game if that offensive line holds up yet again. Absolutely. It's going to be one of the biggest keys to the game right there. And then on the flip side, if they can slow down the run. But you're right. It is really tough to jump in on any of these Washington receivers because they do spread it out very well. Ryan was just t talking about, I actually took Jalen Polk over because it's 53 and a half. And I mm -hmm. just think that's a little too low for him. He's gone over that in nine of his 12 games. Had a huge game last week against Texas, as you mentioned, 122 yards. So... He's the one guy I did go over. I don't hate Roma Dunze either because I I think it's a little low for him. His average is 110. His median is 109. Um, it's gone over that in five straight. But it's interesting because that, when I was looking earlier this morning, his prop was 93 and a half, and now it has moved down. So looks like people are betting that under. But like I said, they've got their narrative set, right? Michigan wins, shuts Michael Penix down and all his receivers. So... We'll see what happens here. Well, it's also, too, again, where Michigan and the last two undefeated teams at the FBS level this year. And Michigan, you, you mentioned it, right? the narrative the whole way, that this Michigan defense is too strong. Washington, again, has gotten lucky. They've won all these close games in a row, all that. Sometimes you're just really good. <laughs> and for me with Washington, and again, it's part of the reason that I lean to the points, 
By the way, J.J. McCarthy, 203 passing, gross passing yards for McCarthy. Nothing on anything on the Michigan side for props for me tonight. I I don't like any of them uh, right now. The only thing I would consider. So what I'm going to tell you is there are some books out there, especially in the newer jurisdictions, that have just what, what I perceive as pure comedy lines up on Blake Corum anytime touchdowns. Yeah. Where you're north of $10 on it with no no price, but can't expect too much out of some of those books that are laying, that are putting those prices out there because they're uh, uh, Mickey Mouse operations, to put it poli- politely on some of those. Uh, but for the one book in town, and I- I'll give John Murray and, uh, and company over at the Westgate, Jay Cornegay, some credit here with, with putting this number up, uh, having $4 on Quorum to score a touchdown and $3 on the take back. Okay. At least having the no price up. Yeah. I'd like actually a little bit more. Corm has scored a touchdown at every single game this year for Michigan. Uh, <laughs> but I might end up on a no price. Uh, even Especially that Corum yes price gets bet in the next hour before the game. Behind us, 105 and a half rushing yards. The only question about that is how much of Donovan Edwards are we going to see tonight? If we see a bunch of Donovan Edwards, that number could be a lot for Corum to get to. Yeah. But if it is an 80-20 split for Corum, you're probably getting there on the 105 and a half. Edwards is good, too. I think they should split it more. But I actually went under that prop for Quorum. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm guilty of it, too, with my whole narrative. But I do think that Washington will be able to slow down this run game. So I would almost look at J.J. McCarthy passing yards over in the sense that they're going to force them to throw the ball and to beat them that way. So, yeah, I went under with Quorum's rushing yards. I don't hate that no with that value on no touchdown, but... How do you like to play this? Because this is actually great leading up to the Super Bowl. I try not to get too stuck on one narrative and where all your bets are invested on one side. Kind of have to like sprinkle in a little bit. Last year, okay, so let's take last year's Super Bowl. Now, granted, last year's Super Bowl, part of the reason that things went as great as they did for me in that Super Bowl was I fired a, I fired a dart on Kansas City's exact point total in that game, and, okay. it, and, and we got there thanks to uh, them not scoring, and I hit that 38. Actually, that's part of the reason that both of those Super Bowls have been good. I've nailed the Chiefs' point total in both of those. Um, not sustainable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, last year I did do a better job of balancing between the two teams because I liked both of the teams going into the game. I thought it would yep. be close. Part of the reason that I took Kansas City in the game was, was like, wait a second, I'm getting Patrick Mahomes as an underdog in the Super Bowl. I got to do it. And if they lose, yeah. so be it. Um, but for this, I, this is actually, I think, an easy, uh, easier than other games to balance the narratives with your props. Because a lot of these Michigan numbers I don't really like. And I don't really like the Washington numbers either. So it may be, it's just going to be a lighter prop game yeah. for me. Because these numbers, I think, they've done, the books have done a really fair job of making numbers and a lot of these numbers come within about a yard and a half, two yards of where I think they should be. Yep. Makes it a difficult thing to play. Just the nature of the beast. Don't force the action. Uh, especially when you still have a whole NFL playoffs to get through. You have a Super Bowl where you're going to have roughly nine bajillion props. I don't know if that's a real number or not, but uh, there's going to be 14, at least 14 pages from the guys behind us uh, out here. And you have all your other, your other things. Uh, that that are going on right now. By the way, there is a slate of NBA tonight. There's college hoops. There's only one non-extra game today in college hoops, which is kind of amazing, uh, which is Monmouth and Northeastern. Wonderful. 
wonderful, wonderful <laughs> stuff there with uh, Mama two and a half point favorites in that one. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we get back, our final thoughts on tonight's game. Also, uh, maybe we'll mix in some thoughts on wild card, super wild card yeah. weekend in the NFL as well. Our early week thoughts before we fully get into it throughout the week. That's next. Sports by the Book, South Point Studio. We have 11 amazing restaurants featuring a wide variety for every price range and appetite. South Point's Garden Buffet has something for everyone at unbeatable prices. Or if hunger strikes in the middle of the night, join us at Coronado Cafe. The American menu offers breakfast, lunch, or dinner 24 hours a day, plus a Chinese kitchen for authentic Chinese dishes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. From steak and eggs to wonton soup, it's fast and friendly service 24-7. When you need a quick pick-me-up, you can find it at our state-of-the-art Starbucks just inside the main South Point entrance. Order ahead with the Starbucks app for easy mobile order pickups. Or enjoy your favorites in the relaxing dining area anytime, day or night. If you love Mexican food, Baja Miguel's has all of your south of the border favorites. There are dozens of classics to choose from, like fajitas, ceviche, chimichangas, tacos, and more. And for spirit lovers, Baja's colorful non-smoking tequila bar is right outside. Or maybe you're in the mood for seafood. Big Sur Oyster Bar has fresh seafood prepared right before your eyes. Savor freshly shucked oysters, crab legs jambalaya, shrimp and lobster, beers on tap, and a selection of fine wines are perfect to pair with your seafood favorite. Whether lunch or dinner, you'll love this fun atmosphere located just off the casino floor. Ready to shake things up? Step back in time and treat yourself to one of the oldest restaurant chains in the country. Steak and Shake, famous for original mouth-watering steak burgers and hand-dipped milkshakes in a variety of flavors. For some old-fashioned fun, try Steak and Shake. That's the sports book behind us. Going to get a bill a little more full in about 50 minutes for certain. All right, now, uh, what did that clock says 55 minutes 55 minutes that's 345 all right there you go 445 Vinny, you win you win on your over at 442 there you go Four, 445 745 uh eastern uh i'm actually gonna text text my dad that uh after <laughs> the show say you might be able to make it tonight uh for uh for this one all right back to it michigan Washington winner wins the title. This is, would be the first title in this era for both of the, for either of these teams. Doesn't matter. You would imagine. Now it's interesting because I'm going to get a little more. There you go, Vinny. Vinny texting me as well. Yes, four forty-five. Uh, I, this doesn't really play into it because I think if you're in this game, you're motivated regardless. And it's college rosters change over year to year. For Michigan, it kind of feels like you got to do this right here, right now. Harbaugh's not going to be there next year. It's pro- I would imagine Sharon Moore is just going to get promoted if Harbaugh goes and takes one of the four or five NFL jobs that will be open to him. For Washington, though, this is a program that, yeah, they made a college football playoff with Chris Peterson and Jake Browning uh, in, in the last decade, but you don't think national power with Washington. But with the move to the Big Ten, 
if you win a title here, kind of pop yourself up oh, into, yeah. into the national thought. And also for West Coast football, moving to the Big Ten, earlier games, you become a pretty desirable program. I mean, obviously, you're in a championship game. You want to win it regardless. But the game that means a ton to both of these yes. programs that haven't won it in over 20 years. And for Washington, it's been 32 years. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it definitely means a lot to both of them. I also find it very interesting. Both quarterbacks said last year, like, they were sticking around for another year to be yeah, in Yeah, it was a position. surprise panic state. Yeah, so it is, it's pretty, it's pretty cool to see them both here and both actually make it here. And like you mentioned, equally motivated, both these teams. So we should get the best result right here. So we're at five and a half behind us. There's a different book that has a five and a half right now. The other book that had it earlier went back to five. Total also just got bought back up to 56 and a half, which is in line with the market high on this game here at the South Point. We're both on the dog. We're both on the Huskies, getting the points. Total, we're not touching, right? Are you not? I'm not touching it at least. So I did want to bring that up with you because you kind of mentioned it seems like if you like Michigan, you'd like the under, like Washington, you'd be more on the over. But I'm in the same ballpark as you where I think this game starts out slow and I think they feel each other out, might have some some punting and maybe some field goals and then kind of pick it up in the second half. Is there a point if it starts out slow and you get a better number that you will jump on the over? Yeah. I mean, I have to see how the game play is playing out. But, yeah, there's definitely a world where we get a few drives yep. and, and they're moving the ball and – Turnovers happen, field goals instead of touchdowns. Like the, the, there are plenty of ways to to uh, to to look at this game and say, all right, yeah, you know what? If this game get dips into the forties and and that might be the time, right. yeah, absolutely. But I have to see how the game plays out. I probably would be more inclined if Michigan gets out to an early lead, and as long as Washington's moving the ball and not just getting totally shut down, I'd probably be inclined to take more points with Washington in the game if we're looking for an in-game angle tonight, or that Dylan Johnson rushing prop would actually be something I'd potentially look at as well. Okay, good stuff. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't start out too strong in a shootout and the total just keeps moving up, which is a possibility with both of these offenses, but we'll see. Should be a good good chances for in-game, no matter what you're looking for. One last thing I want to bring up on this game where we're at the end of a college football season where this has just been a, a, a fun year altogether. And, and quite frankly, I think what we've seen this year is the new norm in college football. Going to a 12-team playoff next year, of course, just on the virtue of that, there's going to be more teams competing for a national title. But in a year where there were eight teams that had a legitimate shot to make the college football playoff going into the last week, which never happened in this era, I just wonder moving forward where you might be able to, and this, this is where I tie it to betting, you might be able to go pick off some future numbers moving forward on teams that, like Washington was as high as 50 to 1 to win a national championship this year, going into the year. You could pick, start looking down the board and saying, you know what, with an extended playoff, this new era of NIL, players actually staying longer because of NIL, right. the transfer portal makes things makes it that if, hey, my team held up, stayed together like this Washington team yeah. did, they might be pretty well set up because a lot of these teams are still going to be figuring themselves out in November. 
I think moving forward, whenever those numbers come up, and there's some shops that have numbers up for next year already, and I already picked, I already made one bet. Okay. Um, I'll save that for off the air. You haven't even made a future on college basketball for this year yet. I've not, but I've made one for college football because there was one number that was just ridiculously off. I like it. Okay. Um, but be aware of that moving forward. Find teams that are down the board, especially in the Power Four conferences moving forward, like Washington, yeah. that have the quarterback back, have a key players back from the year before are worth a shot moving forward in the futures book. I think that's my biggest takeaway from a forget just college football betting at all. That's what my biggest takeaway is period for college football betting is that the futures book you're going to be able to find. And now it's not always going to work that way. Your Alabama's your Georgia's are still going to win plenty of titles, but you're going to be able to get yourself in really premium positions down the road with big tickets more so now than ever in college football. Great point. And it's, that's why I brought up college basketball because that's why people like yeah. March Madness in the tournament so much because you can get some great future numbers. They just got to make it into the tournament. And then you can start hedging or do what you want. And now with the 12 team playoff, you'll kind of be in the same position. Before we go today, Alex and I are both on Washington. Those are the big things for us. Looking at the weekend ahead in the NFL real quick. I haven't bet anything, but I can already tell you I'm going to be on Green Bay. And we'll talk about that and more throughout the week. Alex and I are going to have two-way action on the desk here in this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cowboys at home. I, I, can't, I can't fade them. We'll see. See how it plays out. By the way, that prop that Ryan just put up is a fascinating one. Throw it back up there real quick. The team to score last, which is a, always a fun handicap here. Michigan slightly favored at $1.25. Washington plus 105. By the way, that would have been uh, Texas and Michigan in the two semifinals. Yep. Uh, one loser, one winner. This is a hard handicap because you, anything's in play here uh, for this. And I, again, I wouldn't bet it, but I do understand why people like if you want to take a little plus price, like a little more than a dollar five, you didn't, can possibly look at that. Didn't Oregon score last in in the Pac-12 yes. championship as yes. well? So it's, it is tough because it doesn't necessarily mean mean much. Doesn't mean they're going to win. Just like Texas scored last last week, but always fun. Love all these props. All right. That's all the time we have. Good luck tonight, everyone. Final game of the college football season. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. By the way, actually, before we go, I do need to bring one, one thing up. The margin of victory props are up as well. Because Georgia won by roughly 900 last year. If you like Michigan by more than 37, 35 to 1. If you like Washington by more than 37 and 80 to 1. I don't think you're getting that this year. Just throwing that out. There, there are the numbers behind us. Uh, of course, uh, subject to change uh, as we talk because they can move on snap of a finger. Yes. Very easy. E very easily there on all those numbers. All right, Alex. Good luck. Yes. Good luck tonight. You we'll too. We'll see how it goes. And Ryan, Jerry, good work as always in the back. Shout out to our guy, Vinny Maliulo, for doing a great job as always here all college football season long. For Alex White, I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you again on Thursday at 3 o'clock here on Sports by the Book at the Sad Point Studio.